Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison, and today um, I'm with a friend um, and a mentor and someone that I respect a ton, Gary Arnold, who is head of school and president at Little Rock Christian Academy. And what we've been doing is we've been doing a series of just asking school leaders the question about what are they thinking as they get ready for the fall. So, Gary, in many ways, this is take two. So I appreciate it. <laughs> what, what are you thinking as you get ready for August 2020? Well, first off, I take a deep breath. Um, I take solace in the fact that God's walked us this far and I'm surrounded by uh, people better than myself. So I do take a deep breath, but I'm finding courage uh, to face the unknown. You know, it takes me back to that book now out of print called The Contrarian Leader. I think it was written by Stephen Sample, the former president of the University of Southern California. He had a great chapter called Think Gray. And it's always a hard concept to teach uh, people that you're uh, mentoring. Think Gray. I mean, it confuses them, but that's the whole point. I, uh, someone was telling me last week that the real test of leadership is going to be how we handle ambiguity. So as we enter August, it's going to be ambiguous and that's okay. Uh, so that's the, that's the, the first um, obstacle to get over. I think I've learned all along uh, these past eight, nine weeks that I had been living by sight and the Lord wants me to live more by faith. And so it becomes um, more than a, a moniker or more than a plaque in a in a in an office it's becoming uh, our daily marching orders walk by faith not by sight and then i i'm i'm really concerned about maintaining unity um the the there've been ways where we could see unification through people rallying through in a crisis that's been good but as people get jaded to that there will be more susceptible to fragmentation um, here's another thing I've been thinking about, uh, we're very much related to that. Uh, and I think it's, it's common amongst us all. How do we bring relationship to 3d relationship, not 2d relationship? How do we bring 3d relationship back into our daily experience? So we're talking about discipleship. Uh, we're talking about artistry. We're talking about athletics. I mean, what is school without those things? Um, well, it's the Khan Academy, and that's available to us all, but we're more than that. Um, and then I think there's that administrator in me. I don't know if I have the gift of administration, uh, but here I am in this role and have been for decades where I need to be an administrator. And it, it's, I, I call it the five S's, Eric. It's the students. How many students are we going to have? Their safety. How are we going to keep them safe? Uh, staffing, how are we going to, how are we going to right size? What is right size come August? Uh, it's so dependent on our enrollment and, and then space. I mean, here we have 12 buildings, you know, 70 acres and with social distancing, we're going to be cramped. Uh, and then seasonality of is this thing going to be a re, is this, is Medusa's head going to show, reappear or, or, and, when? In October, November, January? And what do we do then in each season going into the school year? And then I guess lastly, because all these threads go through my mind simultaneously, it's just the nature of what we do. There's that political voice that haunts me and that we've all experienced that with trying to get a handle on PPP, ESS, 
RRF and the governor funds, you know, are you, are we going to participate? We particularly, we chose PPP, but we're not going to touch the uh, ESSA money and we're not going to dip into the governor's fund. So how do we maintain viability uh, without government funding or, uh, and then how do we, how are we viable by maintaining civic integrity? Because most recently, uh, Eric, the talk on, in Cape circles has been, well, all right, let's say the state say schools can't open, you know, our private schools held to that. Can we open regardless? And, and I'm kind of the voice of, we have to maintain our civic integrity if we're going to have credibility in the political arena. So we better be law abiding. Um, but yet if it's existential, then, you know, then push as hard as you can to make sure that you say that you, that you stay viable. So that those, it's, this is the most complex land, uh, changing landscape I've ever experienced, and I know I'm not alone. So Gary, I know another part of a role that you play is the pastoral. What's that been like in a 2D world? Yeah, you know, there was this great blog by uh, early on by Kurt Thompson, MD.com. Uh, I think he wrote the book, The Anatomy of the Soul. Uh, I'm not a disciple. I, I rarely look at the blog, but my wife sent it to me. So I opened it up and it said, um, the reason why you're tired is uh, and experiencing fatigue in surprising ways is because you're trying to pastor in a 2D world. That when, we, when we're on the screen or uh, other virtual meth modes, that you have to exert at least twice the energy to to have to get in touch with the emotional aspects of learning. You know, you you have to you 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 don't have obvious 3D body language to read. You don't have the normal 360 cues to pick up on. So, you, in order to communicate well, you have to overexert, and that would include pastoring. In order to pastor well. Uh, uh, as chief shepherd, you have to overexert. So there's these physiological pressures on us as we try to do our work that we haven't experienced before. Is that helpful, Eric? Uh, it's incredibly helpful, Gary. And, and it is. I mean, it, it's the realization of, of the connections that you make. You have to work so much harder at them. And even like what you say is what makes schools and, and the types of schools that we get to work with so special is the relational 3D life aspect that we get to live together. So let me ask this question as you think about August 2020, and, and we know the worries and we know the concerns and you've hit on a number of them, but what gets you excited? Uh, it's so funny that you say that because yesterday's team meeting with about 15 campus leaders to develop our readiness plans, our devotional was on courage. There's some passage in, I think it's 2 Corinthians 5, where it, it talks about um, be of good courage. And the next line is, we walk by faith, not by sight. So be of good courage. So I called it the courage sandwich, where the meat is faith, but it's sandwiched between two healthy pieces of courage. And it's a great combination. I like that visual. So what gets me excited is change. I love, I've always liked change. I don't know if it's just my restless spirit my insatiable appetite to know more or my ADD personality, but I like change. So this gives me an, an opportunity to, to, to uh, jump in the deep end of change and lead others that might be frightened by it or uh, tampered down by it. And so 
yesterday, our talk, our talk on courage, our talk on the inevitability of change. Uh, uh, you know, we, my, my, my senior leadership made that joke of, uh, quickly saying, okay, um, I resign. And then they quickly rescinded knowing, no, this is going to be too much fun. And so we, we had that, that beautiful realization that, yeah, there's a lot to be scared of, but this is going to be fun. And I'm not trying to be Pollyanna on this. I mean, I, I lose sleep at the same time I say that. I wake up in the middle of the night at the same time I say that. But then I come in and I go, hey, you know, what about this idea? Or, wow, now that we don't have to do that, maybe we can do this. So I, I don't, I'm not looking forward to teaching uh, in holographic images like Princess Leia warning the, uh, the, the, the uh, rebels. But I, I want to, I want to be able to, um, I want to be able to go, we can do that. Or, wow, we're finally, we're finally, oh, here, here it is. It was my friend Jay Ferguson that said, you know what? If, if we had wanted to get to where we are today through normal channels, it would have taken three years, cost $150,000 in PD, and we would have lost half our faculty. But instead, we learned it in three days. It costs nothing, and nobody's leaving. And and that and that's what excites me the most. Gary, um, thank you for prompting our thinking. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for like the the challenge of kind of the leadership within ambiguity, but then thinking through that leadership in a complex way. Thank you, Gary. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for thanks for calling, Eric. Love you.